When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info operation shove that thing into deep space is complete already tip soft landing lay down the tip has also completed itself we are back what should we do with the lasers operation bang an old lady in zero gravity is complete seems a little premature austin (laughs) no by the way, I'm not Austin. You haven't seen the film. <laughs> cool, baby. What's wrong with you? Anyway, questions from the crew. Yes, we nailed her. The kid was the first one finished. I, of course, lasted longest. The old lady's hair turned white. It was pretty unbelievable. The glories of space I have seen with my own eyes as I've gone deeper into the bitch known as the universe than anyone else. Did you approve cool. Fat Bastard's tickets for the next ride? Fat Bastard will be riding along with me next time, and we will launch him into space from space, thereby being the fattest man in the world floating around the Earth. I've put satellites in his bottom. We will orbit the Earth through Fat Bastard's body. Operation Jam Your Dick Into the Darkness. Any questions? <laughs> like, there's no hiding what that was. Soft tip desert landing is complete. When the tip came back, it's already over, by the way, if you haven't guessed. Yeah. Operation Shuttlecock of Four, Ride the Big Dick Hard, is complete. (laughs) It is a shuttlecock. (laughs) Operation Shuttlecock has detached. (laughs) Send the shaft south. (laughs) We just watched the giant, like, uh, dick dream. If you had this dream and explained it to a therapist, like, you've got problems, <laughs> yeah, this big dick, issues. and four people were inside of it, and it shot itself into space, and then the tip came off, and then as the tip started to come back, it fires this glorious rope into the air, and these three beautiful explosions, uh, they were the parachutes that brought Operation Soft Tip back to Earth. 
Operation, we're done here. Soft tip into the dirt. It was pretty amazing. But you can't not watch that and see a penis. Uh, I mean, the blue you think organ of me, has landed. The blue organ is down. And we are no longer blue. We have shot our load in space. <laughs> Scott, did you have fun? Amazon sucks. Quiet down, boy. <laughs> Next, we will fire sharks into space with lasers. It was an Austin Powers scene. That, when that thing took off... It looked like CGI wiener. Oh, it did. Yeah, this, yeah. I, I wish I was fake, exaggerating yeah. this. And I wish that I was more grown up to see the glories of this. But I can't. You build the giant dick and you fire it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to laugh for the 12 minutes that that thing went off. <laughs> What's so funny? Even the, the rocket part, it just by design, has two little bubbles on the bottom. of it. I didn't know those were. When the thing started to spin and it's in, it's like it's got two little nuts. It, he did, he spared no expense to making this a giant penis. It was pretty great, though. Pretty neat. And John, soon we'll all be doing it. It's not a great movie, but don't you think that Bezos is just Brewster's millions? <laughs> yeah, blowing his money on a penis. Here's the crazy part of what just happened. Because of you and me and Toledo's right. birthday. Happy birthday, right. Dick. The, the, by he, seven he's tonight, all kinds of crap he, by to seven me. tonight <laughs> yeah. it's paid for. He just, yeah. he just, it's, he's good. Amazon's interest rate just paid for that because we can't stop. And again, I'm not one of those people that bitches about that. The man invented something amazing. He put a system together that shut down we all, all benefit commerce. From we love Amazon. So stop being mad at Jeff Bezos for reaping the benefits of making our collective humanity easier. I've said it for years. As many people that want to bitch and everything else, this is the easiest time to be alive. As a human, there is nothing at all. The only thing we've got, and I'm guilty of this, I'm in on it, are emotional problems, things we can't handle ourselves. We have a lot of stresses because there's so much going on. So many choices. Well, there's so much to keep up with. There's so many things to strive for. There's so much pressure to achieve because there's so much achievement. We have, this is the easiest time to be alive. The most magnificent time to be a human is now, and we spend most of it bitching. We spend most of it bitching about how cruddy things are, how it used to be great. I always say that to somebody, well, this, this country used to be some. Ask a black guy that. Talk to a black guy and tell me how great this country's been up until, I don't know. And I'm going to shoot a number out there, black people. You can argue with me. 87? I'm guessing 87 is when you guys started to go, like, I can go outside and feel okay. If I, then OJ. Unless you were dressed like a Pittsburgh pirate. Right. Or, or, or a, you know, a Buffalo Bill or something. Being outside as a black guy probably was a little uncomfortable in certain neighborhoods. That's recent. But it's the best time to be. Uh, black in America, too, and I know nobody wants to hear that, but it, it's the best time to be here. We just watched a dick shoot into space, and people are going to bitch, well, we spend that kind of money on poor people in inner cities. No, they're using Amazon, too. This guy can do whatever he wants. No, John, nothing's going to get done. I know how I feel personally, and now that we've entered Operation Refractory period, <laughs> nothing's going to get done. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, the greatest it, thing about it is it's in Amazon fashion. We just watched the space ride yeah. from start to end in yeah. 11 minutes. It's 11 minutes. Amazon very, very yeah. expeditiously just that shot four people in the sky. Because the last time in the classroom, remember how long that was? And then you Forever. Had to, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. This guy wow. emails and says, it reminds me of Jonah Hill on Superbad, but as Dr. Evil. It's a big, veiny, triumphant bastard that just went into the air. We're very proud of it. Bucky was nailed and closed. How many orgasms do you have, Bucky? 
And if you're not Bucky, whatever. The old lady was pleased. Let's Maybe just say he that. Did take one of Jonah Hill's drawings and just transpose it. <laughs> Semen floats in space. You've never seen anything like it before. You have to try this for five hundred million dollars. We'll get you up there. Zero gravity Spalucci. Yeah. <laughs> Other than Wally. <laughs> the last one to hit the biscuit was my brother. He had to eat it. It was hilarious. The eighteen-year-old boy finished off real fast. He didn't want to eat the biscuit. Spalucci biscuit. I love that this happened today. And now what we have to do, because, Brett, you're a car guy. Yeah. You were racing cars Saturday. Yeah. We fire both of them up there and race these bastards. The dick oh. versus the virgin. One's called virgin, one's a dick. The dick v. virgin. <laughs> wide, wide world <laughs> of I'm sports. The child. Do that. I'm the one who gets the reviews. His blue humor, his childlike brain. He's just a... This is the most powerful people in the world, and he shot a dick, and the other guy calls this thing virgin. Shut up. The space cherry race. Yeah. <laughs> Branson may have popped the cherry, but I made her go. <laughs> I mean, he just caused it to bleed and want more, and I gave oh. it to her. Space has never yeah. been so pleased. Once you go Bezos, <laughs> it's just great. What just happened was fantastic. Space dick. Is the thing. And Space Dick the movie. Well, Mel Brooks, you're still alive. You have to write. You did Spaceballs. Now Space Dick. Bezos, is, it, it looks like it was something from Spaceballs. It was. I mean, literally. Yeah. It's just insane. I mean, this this guy, Key, just said somebody online has the exact same thoughts as you because the launch of his, they just sent over the Dr. Evil rocket, which was, <laughs> it's the same thing. He designed it after that. And if you're telling me that's an accident, you're crazy. Bezos is thumbing his nose at us going, I just... You saw what I did. And it's awesome. That's ma- that is manliness. We are phallic. We are. that. You want to talk toxic masculinity? You just watched it. You just watched it. If a woman ever built that, would they ever build a floating vagina? No, those things are not aerodynamic. Would you imagine that sonic boom? <laughs> Let alone the whistling. Wow. Oh, butt. Okay, it is... Uh, this is gross. We're going to turn it off. Front butt at the controls. Yeah. <laughs> Operations, clams in space. Fire! <laughs> That's disgusting. Turn it off. Clams It only works if it's phallic. You could use the flaps for landing. <laughs> wow. All right. Like those girls we don't like, those giant inner labia have to flop out to break the, and starts flapping its wings. Here she comes as she cues back into space. The booster rocket slowing her down. Now comes the mesh. <laughs> yes, the mesh, the net has, has been launched. Operation See? Clam on its way back down. One of the grossest things I've ever looked at. There they open the door. Attorney Sokolov. <laughs> Who's that? He's oh, the mesh the guy. That's right. You watch so much television. It's Man. disturbing. You said I watched a lot when I was a kid. You're passing me by miles now. If no you know, way. If you, yes. If you know the lawyer for the vaginal mesh commercial by name, you're killing it, Brady. That's a good reference, but that's a TV watcher. <laughs> Comedians on drugs don't watch as much late night TV as you're pulling in the middle of the day. <laughs> Sokolov is the lawyer. Well, ladies, that's good that Brady did that because we'll use this as a teaching moment. If your mesh just flopped out, <laughs> Sokolov is what you need to search. Uh, this is awesome. What an awesome morning. What a great start to the day. Brady had a stupid car wreck. You know who this puts out of business? You know who the next newspaper, mall, uh, you know, 
Like big the, business. The next to business go that's over now gone, completely in the next ten years gone. They have to be counting their days. Hot air balloons. <laughs> Who needs this? Who needs this garbage anymore? <laughs> Who needs to go on a hot air balloon ride now? Never. Hey, sorry, uh, Santa Fe. Anyway. Well, I mean, they're they're neat. They're neat to look at, but, but now we you got. Know. You're this? saying you can yeah. fire off maybe mini versions of it that don't go quite as high. So it's for, like the, look. It takes me about six hours to get a hot air balloon going. I've been to the hot air balloon fiesta in uh, festival in uh, Albuquerque. It's pretty neat. Yeah, just the glowing visually. part is the the glow is kind of right? cool. But that's just fire, and I'm a child and a caveman deep down. They get up in the air, and you're like, that's it. And then you go up, and you're at the mercy of the wind. There's no technology to this damn thing. Even the pilots are like. Mm. <laughs> Where are we going to go? Mm. Mm. You don't, you can't steer. Well, it. according to what we uh, see, the wind pattern. Right. Uh, they can steer it to a certain degree with just getting up and down where they feel wind. But there's no technology to that. But now you come floating safely back down to Earth after a few minutes in space and get the same thing a hot air balloon would do. And then you get boosters to land it. This is still hot air balloon rides. If I'm a hot air balloon guy and I'm, I'm uh, you know, that Harry Potter kid that runs up there at uh, – that React defense looks just like him. That's his oh, job. Really? Vincent? Yeah, Vincent Chase. He's a chaser. And I'm like, what do you do? And he goes, you just hope. And I'm like, that's your job is to drive as fast as you can looking up? And he goes, yeah, just kind of, we get an idea where it's going to come down and we, we just kind of fly to that and then just chase it. So you got guys on the ground. Power lines. Just driving as fast as they can drive to the thing. That Vincent, you got to start looking. You got to hope that this training thing at React defense works out to a full timer because. The hot air balloon, I hate to break it to you folks, That those days of people paying for that are over. That is old school. That's the Model T of air travel. After seeing that last basket drop a couple weeks ago. I'm not getting on one of those. No champagne, no morning I had brunch ride. <laughs> you had that scheduled, didn't you, in Sedona? Completely, and the guy called me and goes, it's a little cold out. And I'm like, I don't know what the, what are the rules. I'm, like, ah, I'm not real comfortable with this. Okay, well, you being the pilot and all. Well, if you still want to go, I'm like, you're not comfortable. Why would I do that? You think I'm going to have a good time if I'm knowing you're 50-50 on this float? I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll still go up because I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and, uh, you know, take your tampon and play with that for all day again, I'm going up. It was like 48 degrees, maybe a little colder, and he's like, I don't know. That's not a good idea. I mean, like. Would like to have, is it going to be? Oh, it's going to be freezing in the first place. Hey, it's going to be freezing. You're going to hate it up there. Second, it's kind of cloudy and cold. Not a lot to see. I'm like, you don't sound like you're really into this. Let's skip it. I'm like, all right, <laughs> just get a little. <laughs> I planned a hot air balloon, and then I know a guy out there, a friend of mine, Jerry, lives out by Desert or uh, Deer Valley. He's like, I watch those things hit the ground because he lives on the desert. He's got hot air balloons. He goes like, watch him bounce. Like 65, 70 degrees. You look, it's a beautiful morning. You're sitting on your thing. Just sliding across, across the desert. Just blaze. Like, they don't land. <laughs> they never land soft. They're just dragging. <laughs> he's just yeah, through his the backyard. The wind is still taking it, right? Oh, we yeah. The wind yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not done yet. Yeah, they don't have like a blocker or like hands that flap back. <laughs> We're landing on right on top of this dust devil. Yeah. He said that. He's like, it's because it, it, we, I don't know, this was years ago we're talking Do you just about. bail when it hits the ground he's what? watched two plane crashes because he lives by deer valley airport oh. and this was back before i mean this was even before deer valley had what it has now so there was a lot less and he's like i i used to watch those hot air balloons come in hot on the rig because it's just wide open desert you know i'm jerry davis he's yeah. just floating down there and just dragging ass across that yeah, i'm like he wouldn't ride in one he goes 
after watching that? No way. And everybody gets out and looks like they're just happy to be alive. It's not, <laughs> it's not even like, that was the most wonderful thing. Pete Holmes is a comedian, has a great story about it. He proposed to his wife in the hot air balloon. He said, I had a plan that this was going to be amazing. And he said, but what you don't put into consideration while you're planning this is how small that gondola basket is. And he said, uh, I'm there and I've got the ring and it's like me and my, my fiancé to, to be. And then this dude with his hand on this thing is like a foot away from me. <laughs> and you turn and you're like, you have this big speech plan. I just want to let you know that I, I love you very much. <laughs> Sorry about that. Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks, I Captain Over. Much. Gotta keep us in the air. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. And then he started to mess something up. So the proposal goes sideways. And it's a great story, but he's like, They're ter- it's a terrible form of travel. The fact that it was invented. As an attempt to go from A to B is the funniest thing. It was never. It was it, more uh, scouting. The the was, Zeppelin, I think, was more. Uh, well, the Zeppelin. Traveling. Well, yeah, the hot air balloon was the first one. We're like, hey, it floats. We could float if we get enough fire. Yeah. And then they were thinking, maybe we can go from here to there like a bird. They couldn't control that. It was. It was. It wasn't ever initially invented for like, look, we can take a look at the beautiful views. No, it was a terrible invention. The hot air balloon is a terrible invention. It flies well, in like five-degree the window. They're about two miles out. They're coming our way. <laughs> right. Exactly. You see that? They're They'd the balloon. Them up and, and that's what we need. Shoot that down. They don't know where do they're going see? to see? I don't know. 20,000? <laughs> yeah. And at night, it's hard to sneak up on the enemy. <laughs> there they are. The fire just getting more. That's the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, initially, that was supposed to be the thing. But it flies from 68 to 80 degrees. That's it. I went to the balloon festival in October, and it happened to be one of the hottest days Albuquerque had ever had in October. It was like 90. Those impotent bags would not come up off the ground. They are fine. The noise was so annoying after a while. <laughs> All over the place. And none of these things would inflate because it was too hot. Too out. hot. So wow. they, the, they get the one Darth Vader about eight feet off the ground, and it's floating around like it's like Darth Vader with a hangover, bubbling and waving <laughs> around. And everybody's like, oh, we were all excited to see one go up. And the worst part is the morning started cold. And then, like, once the sun came out, it was just smoking hot. Albuquerque's sun is awful. It feels like it's touching you. And it was like 88. And I'm like, this is going to be a bad day. They tried to get a couple off early. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> the thing is a big tequila bottle starts going with cactus arms. It's too big to float. Eight, nine feet. That's all the further they got off the ground. Like, all right, thanks for coming out, everybody. Come back for the glow. Well, that was worth the trip. Yeah. That was... Uh, Megan's dad fell in the shower at the Sheraton. Jeez. Oh, we had a good one. It's pretty solid. The front of my rental car fell off. I didn't hit a thing, but just got out and I'm like, what's that noise? <laughs> Turn around, old bumpers. Bumpers waiting. slapping. Like, oh, man. I'm going to get blamed for that. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mark this. No. Take out the extra insurance. That's, I guess that's bigger no. than a dollar. Well, they were all in a bar. I was just chewing dentine and putting that thing back together. <laughs> just getting as much gum on that as I could. A little trouble with the old Escalade bumper. Evidently, that thing's detachable without touch. Anyway, pretty awesome moment there. But hot air balloons, I think you're the next, you know, everybody says it about us. Radio's always wearing that. Radio's dead, you know. No, it's not. We'll be fine. Because broadcasting isn't dead. Maybe the form of it of, you know, through the airwaves might go away. But we'll be fine. Have they said that with, when satellite and cable came out and everything else? Oh, TV's dead. Yeah, TV's dead. Yeah. Radio's been dead. Every time something new comes yeah. along, and radio just finds a way. We're the cockroach of entertainment. Yeah. And if you look around. We're Keith Richards. Uh, most <laughs> of the people hired are the cockroaches <laughs> yeah. of entertainment.
I, I, I feel terrible when they're like, you're number one in the ratings. And I'm, yeah, but in, in radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, Jill Short's husband said to me. Really? Well, that's what Brian Callen tries to compliment me all the time. Every time I talk to him, he's like, I tell you this every time, Johnny. You could have been one of the best. <laughs> what did I Have I done nothing? What do you mean you could have been? Like, it's all over. But you chose poorly, poorly, poorly. Yeah, Jill Short's husband said, man, you could have been, you could have done so much. <laughs> you chose radio. <laughs> like, I've done pretty good. Yeah, but in radio. Yeah, no, it is, it's like I beat up retards every day. <laughs> this isn't hard. And I'm a D student, and I'm the smartest one in the business. So you're a Japanese composer now? You have to admit yeah. that you've been beating up on Oh, them. yeah, I've been knocking these kids and making them eat poop for years. Brady's the only college graduate in the room. Huh? You heard me. Four years. <laughs> yeah, he's in. Hey, oh, all four. I have a two-year degree. Not only that two-year. I got a two-year. Knock it off. <laughs> You're proving my point. Glendale Community College. All right here. three of us barely have a four-year degree. I bet you we wouldn't. I bet you if we no, combined all, all our twos and found no. out how much classes you took that I took, that we'd still be short by a year and a half. Brady not only went to college, finished on time. Yeah, with a pretty decent. Uh, GPA? I don't and know. No two, seven, three. Terrible, but you got out. That's and no gap year? What a waste of money. <laughs> you two sevened your parents' money, you son of a bitch. Probably, yeah. I, I was right around almost, yeah, it was in between two, seven, and a three. Three point. Which, which classes B were student. dragging you down? Math? You were not a B student at two, seven. That's a two seven five. Very that's low B. That's, that's more I'll, I'll, than I'll one C. Check it. I have my uh, very low B. I know my uh, no no no. That's I know a high two seven. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. my point. That's my point. It's such a yeah. low B. It's a C. Yeah. In order to get into uh, the communication school, mm-hmm. I had to have an average of two seven five. And you nailed that. I was just below it. Yeah, but I entertained the dean of the college so much in his office. Is that a blowjob? Is that what you mean? Uh, <laughs> that's what I heard. No. You tap dance? No, How much money I did your dad did throw at you? I did tap dance a little bit. Your dad paid for that. No. You don't know it, but he did. He's written a check. You need to talk to it before. <laughs> I will. Hey, please, just how much would it cost to get the boy that extra point one? I don't know, sir. Just, that's not how we operate. So all colleges operate. Here's $10,000. Pocket that. Did you say college was a lot higher than uh, my high school grade average, too? Yeah. Well, I didn't I was care. I definitely C student. That crushed me. My parents are just thrilled I graduated. Really? You did? Nope. All right, great. D's. We'll be there. Get out with these. But yeah, radio is not, it is not uh, high end. It's just, you know what it is? It's just people who've learned to BS so well. The successful ones have learned how to talk about anything and actually make some sense. You do have to be a little bit smart to, be, to, to stick around. Yeah. But you hang around this gaggle of knobs and they all think they're brilliant. They all think that something matters. I don't, I just tell fart jokes. The hardest thing sometimes for a lot is you, you got to work. I mean, it's not hard work. Oh, but yeah. Showing up is you know is a big part of it, and then you got to put your. <laughs> that is well, you nailed it right there. Yeah. That part is, and it was hard for you. That was a big job today. <laughs> showing up. Yeah, we battle it every <laughs> we, once we in a battle, while. Battle showing up, waking up is part of the job, and that's really rough. It's amazing how many people that we've had in the twenty years that just didn't want to wake up. Oh, tons. Yeah. And their opportunity is right there. Yeah. You want to be part of this, you got to go, oh, I'm not getting up that early. And worse still, they wouldn't even do the overnight shift. That's crazy talk. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Only an idiot would do that for more than a month. Well, Fitz has even said the same things. He goes, That's, I can't get up that early. I, yeah. I, I can't do what you guys do. I can't either. Still managed to do it. Right. But it's, uh, yeah. 
Radio, everybody says radio's dead, but not as dead as those hot air balloon people, man. I feel bad if you've spent, especially if you just recently said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to do hot air balloon tours. you got about a six-year window now that this space thing's going. So they get, we're shooting dicks in space every couple weeks. This is just going to ramp up. There's going to be more dicks going up. We're going to see one a month, and then next year there's going to be an online thing. Be like, you want to go? And then really rich people will get up there, and then it'll, it'll trickle back down. And the next thing you know, it would be like going to a son's playoff game. It's like, it seems a little pricey, but it's, when's the next chance I get? If you're in the hot air balloon business right now, I would uh, order – the Blue Origin balloon right now. Just a you get sued by Bezos? Don't do that. Yep. <laughs> Terrible do idea. it. No, he will sue. He will win. And then you're going to lose your balloon and your future. Well, maybe call him first. Honor balloon people, you're done. And I know you're sitting there going, well, I couldn't fly today anyway. And I know because your stupid balloon is dumb. It only flies if it's 68 to 80. What are you doing here? We'll get like a month and a half of good travel. Get up to Flagstaff, those beautiful balloons. It's the dumbest form of In anything. a wicker basket. <laughs> yeah, you'll get to We're going to take you up a go to pier one, thousand feet. Going to turn a couch into a thing I can stand in and then fire myself up a couple thousand feet to the mercy of the wind. So before Bezos and Branson, uh, we we slingshotted ahead of uh, hot air balloons. Oh, we just did. And, we, and jobs that aren't dead. Absolutely. <laughs> well, radio just went, wow, see a hot air balloon guy. You didn't even see this coming. Because when that thing floated back to Earth, I'm like, well, there's there goes hot air balloons. There's no reason to do that again. You get all the benefits of, uh, and plus you're coming down from space. So you see Earth, you see the states, you see your state, you see where you're going to land. I mean, it's all of it. Hot air balloon, you might see a mountain or two or off into the distance a little bit. Might. Um, you might. And the guy's like, you see the curvature of the Earth from here. <laughs> Idiot. How so, often is, I wonder, is he allowed to fire it up? Because he's like $28 million a dick? seat. Yeah. Wow. That was for charity. They say the $28 million was a charitable donation that got you a seat on the thing. So I don't think that was the price tag. That's just what it drove to. I don't know. what like A couple hundred thousand dollars, I'm guessing, right off the bat for average Joe to pop up there. 11 minutes. You could do a couple. Well, you heard them in the capsule. That was a party. It was. They were screaming and hooting and hollering, weaving their cowboy hats around. That's the other scary part. There's no pilot. It's just you on a Disney ride. And it, literally, that's what it is. Your yeah. Disney ride. Disney's going to get involved in this. How could they not? With all their Marvel stuff and the advertising. And now the Star Wars stuff. And oh my God. Yeah. The, the advertising possibilities on the side of that thing. Mandalorian helmet up in space. Imagine yeah. that. Five winners from... <laughs> Disney.com, and we'll take you up on the new Star Wars space. It's not a ride at Disneyland. It's an actual shoot you up into space ride. People would lose their minds. I'd be in that thing all day. John Gordon would be dressed up like a Star Wars character every day. <laughs> I'd love to see that first launch. Of yeah, Star Wars nerds? Yeah. You have to dress as like, a, and everybody comes up as Bib Fortuna. Hey, Toledo, be honest with yourselves and the listening audience. When John was saying hot air balloons are cheap and boring, for a moment, <laughs> did it seem to you like a good idea to buy one? <laughs> no. It, what it did was make him question why he ever made that down payment yesterday. Oh, no. Really? got to cancel that. Happy birthday to our own Dick Toledo today. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Thanks, boys. What's, uh, what's on the agenda for the Toledo Day? Uh, family's got some stuff planned. I'm not sure. You don't even know. Surprise. Yeah. Dinner. Dinner tonight. So. Dinner dance. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. Do you have a? Do you get to pick dinner at least? Yeah, I think we're going to do Brazilian. Ooh, going to the Brazilian, Brazilian steakhouse. steakhouse. Heavy Rodizio. More meat, please. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, that's a good place. Do you need a? Tie in with that, I'll crack your windshield. Really? You get you, get you <laughs> All right, go throw a well, rock in my windshield. New will help you out. We'll get that done in a day. With a minimum of $120 cash back and a dinner at Rodizio Grill. And because I can't be the only one to get swiped at today. Yeah. Hey, Brady, Yo. be honest. Brady got you in, Forrest Gump style. Your 273 didn't matter once mama once mama yeah. got in oh. with the deed. Your mama cares about your education, boy. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Jeez, Mom, what's going on in there? Hey, Dean. Your hey, President mama, Ping. Your mama sure does care about your education, boy. <laughs> the difference was Forrest was a child. Brady was 20. <laughs> Can't get in the communication board without entertaining the Dean. I don't know what that is. I did a tap dance. I did a little blackface because that's what you do in a fraternity in college to entertain people. <laughs> Nothing. Two seven four. You needed a two seven five. Yeah, we said. Oof. I wasn't. I wasn't even close to a two seven four at the time. That's your. Oh. You have to determine your sophomore year in you order were, to get in. You were D in your way. In your first two, I would have had to written three letters to each department. Oh. Um, to say, can I get in, or what do I what what do I need to do in order to get in? And so I just set up a meeting with the dean of the and just chatted it out. Yeah, your dad paid that. You don't know it. But nobody's nobody's gonna listen to some kid. Well, talk. I went in there. My dad's Tom Bogan. <laughs> yeah, um, he does. Uh, your dad gave him AC. No for legacy life. or anything. Hey, your dad came by and gave AC, AC for services life. to the college. <laughs> you don't. Hey, look, Brady, hey, you don't What's know it going to take? I have opened your eyes to so many truths <laughs> in right. your life that Maybe. I guarantee like, hey, that you was easy. that was not you going in having a chat like that with kid an adult. In the rocket today. You were, not that. You were <laughs> no. an idiot. <laughs> who couldn't get through a class, but you figure, well, if I just uh, schmooze the dean and give him a little laugh or two, I'll get <laughs> no, I had no idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, your dad paid for that. You don't know it, but there was an extra fee involved that boosted you up to the grade necessary. A little donation. Yeah, that's all it was. How about a new gym? Guaranteed. Some of that uh, bunny family money went over to Ohio <laughs> University. Uh, nope. Uh, Brady, that doesn't work. You, why wouldn't you just? Why wouldn't the teacher just go? He's so great. Come I'm on. just going to boost him. To the dean on, is not going to just go. You know what? You're funny. To be honest, John, I know. In 1969, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> in 1982, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That was uh, 85. Okay. This guy did not just like you enough to boost you forward. Thank you, Dean Carlson. No, they have a system in place. They have a system. You felt special that I'm really engaging individual. Why? why, What? What lesson is that Dean teaching anybody? You had to maintain, you know, over. You never did, and I did. After the fact that I got in, I was a once you got in. Communications. I was over. I was a three, two, three, three. First off, nobody wants to hear from some twenty-year-old kid. About why he can't function properly enough to get his slapping grade. his hands. Together. Oh no, I didn't even you know say that. Times like, he would sit with idiots if he took those meetings without his dad going. I'll give you ten grand. Sit with him in a room, and uh, you know, 
he already had the money in his pocket. He smiled. You're a good kid. Thanks a lot. That's a compelling speech. You don't give compelling speeches. You don't. You can't. You're incapable. <laughs> you're, you're, Something you're, happened you're, that you're day. Yeah, I know. I know exactly <laughs> what happened. That guy's bank account went dunk, dunk, up to 10000 more. It had to be. He paid an extra year so you so he'd get you out of that. It'd be embarrassment to the Bogan clan if you were a five-year Ohio University student. Meanwhile, your sister's over at Notre Dame. <laughs> you guys are crushing it. Purdue and Ru- I'm an OU. I'm a Bob. I know. I just had to have a pulse to get in initially. I'm a 2-4 Bob. Hey, you'd still be better than me. The only thing I did was tell a Spanish teacher I had test anxiety, so I didn't, I didn't have to try. She, she let the cat out of the bag and told us that her son suffers from text anxiety or test anxiety. And, I, and she said, and he, he suffers greatly from it. He does very good uh, with the material, and then the tests come on and he can't do them. And I'm like, this lady's letting, letting us know every soft spot she's got. She's a, she's a doting mother, an older doting mother who thinks that her son's test anxiety is why he's stupid. So I went up to her and after the first test, and I'm like, I also suffer from test anxiety. And you know I know this stuff. She goes, I know you do, John. It's very – I'll consider that. She used to boost my grades like 10, 15 points because of test anxiety. And I would whip up a few like shakes. I know I didn't do very good. I just That worked? It worked. No way. Because she got emotional talking about her son having it. And I was the only one who had the guts to try to – Get an extra few points. And I get like a B every once in a while. She'd boost me to an A. It was community college. We, my friend Steve and I lied to Mr. Robinson at Chandler Gilbert Community College, said we did a paper. And they said, all right, everybody line up, get your papers back. And we lined up to get them back. And we're like, where are they? What do you mean, where are they? I'm like, where are our papers? And he's looking at us. And I'm like, what the? What happened? Well, you boys turned your papers in. Like, yeah, we did. And he looked at Steve. He goes, I remember yours. <laughs> Never did it. Gave Steve a C and me a D because he knew I was kind of a <laughs> jerk off. <but laughs> gave Steve a C. We never did it. We brought turkeys to Tests his turkey in the water. Yeah, it was Chandler Gilbert Community College with Mr. Robinson. He didn't even say his own name right. I'm Mr. Robinson. I have tenure. I've been here for over 12 years. Yeah, is that a disease you have? Mr. Robinson, I have tenure. He got he got all upset once because he didn't know the difference between skydiving and scuba diving. <laughs> That's right. When women are scuba diving, they struggle because of their or sky skydivers they struggle because of their breasts. It's harder it's harder to weigh them down because the breasts are buoyant. Like what are you talking about? When the women are skydiving, what they skydive? You try to swim and like what is he doing? <laughs> skydiving and then he finally was like, well, what's the one call we underwater? Scuba diving, you moron. I have Tunya. B. I have Tunya. <laughs> you go ahead and take your Tunya and shove it up your ass. I did the paper. I got a D. You can barely speak the language. We have a notebook of his misspoken words, like 30 pages of phrases and things he said that made no sense. And ski divers, that's what he was calling. Ski divers is the ones that have trouble because of breasts. What's a ski diver? <laughs> you know, underwater, you can swim around, ski diving. Skydiving? Ski diving. It's not a thing. You're not a thing. I'm not a thing. This is all over. Hence why he was at Chandler Gilbert well, for how many years? <laughs> yeah. Now Chandler Gilbert's better, but they got some money, and they, I'm sure they moved him right out. But, yeah, it's a college, Brady. Nobody, nobody's going to listen to you tell a story. Let me tell what you was, a how, story. How, how did it go? Mr. Dean, can I speak to you for a little while? Love your sausages. <laughs> That's not me. You started, <laughs> started talking, started talking food. Jimmy. So you didn't know him. <laughs> 
You just set up a meeting like students can do with the dean of he's the school. He's looking at my father. You were Scooby-Doo for three summers. <laughs> right. I and he's looking at you and he's thinking, <laughs> anything to keep this kid from trying to give me another speech. <laughs> but uh, my uncle has a massive head trauma. <laughs> oh, he's not well. He's not well. Do you remember your speech to the dean? Uh, no, there was no speech. He was just sitting down talking with him. Because that's what he does. And then he Yeah, when you him. meet with the dean, say, I want to get into the communication. He's like, and your grades are not good. Hey, well, you got to have a 275 to get in there, a, and I see you're working on stuff have, there. What I do have is a poor work ethic and a sense of humor that will knock you on your socks. <laughs> so what do you say? Hire me up? Did you have to do his kid's bar mitzvah or something? You had to do something for that. No, I didn't. Then your dad paid, Brady. Your dad paid. It's called Bunny and Pork. How much extra did you have to pay? Because you did not give a compelling, rousing Jack squat. Bill Paxson speech. It was, John. No. So he's, Does anybody th- believe this story <laughs> no. without money being involved? Bunny and Torpy, the original Felicity Huffman, getting him in the, the college scandal or what? <laughs> yeah. it's, well, it's I did crew for one year. I was on the crew team. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything we could do to keep him from coming home early? $10,000 and that boy's in communications. Done. And again, you sitting in the dean of communications office, stuttering and rasping away. No, <laughs> he's like, yeah, this is what I want. Smooth no sailing. You, you going <laughs> hugging that piss pillow? I just want to. I want to be. I want to be a, 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 a um, broadcaster. Oh, let's get him right in immediately. What a speech! <laughs> to check the bank account. Port Massimo fired over another ten k. Check clear yet? You. I don't buy it. Gold. Nope. Somebody paid for that. You. You couldn't go in and give a speech to me, and I know you forever about it. I just wish you would do, uh, help me out with a... Uh, we just cut to the chase already, goddammit. <laughs> if, if, if What's it take to get, get in here? What does it take to get you out what of my office? What do you say I bring my tools on Monday and I start? <laughs> <laughs> I got to give it to you to believe that you had the power to do that at age 20. He saw a diamond. In I want to. Yeah, what, what happened to that kid? <laughs> Did you bring him food? No. You don't remember what you talked about to save your bacon in school? We just had a uh, a very good conversation about what life. Then it wasn't that meaningful to even you. That's what I thought. I mean, I came away. I'm like, wow. I mean, it was a good meeting. I know what I have to do. And the next thing you know, I see. Oh my! I'm in the school of communications. I'm in. <laughs> Because I came out front to the I don't buy it. to his assistant, <laughs> and she goes, "Congratulations, you're a yeah, I know." Because she was the one handling the wire. <laughs> she, she knew you were in. Congratulations, dumbass. By the way, you Brady, start on Monday, Brady. As as uh, silky smooth as I can be, silver tongued, I could call the dean right now at ASU and probably try to talk him into letting me in. Yeah, that's how you do it. And he would just do that thing with his no, finger and his you, thumb. He, yeah, Where's my money. And he'd give you, but he'd give you like a professorship or something. We just want you to go Brady, down to Cronkite School and be an. Instructor. Brady's always believed that bartering is the answer, but what he didn't know is his dad was funding all those moves. You make a deal for him. He makes through a deal barter. For you. That's how it works? You barter. You make relationships. Mm-hmm. Anything. Maybe Tom Brenneman was involved. He's my buddy, and I want him to hang around because he's sober. And he holds. Yeah, we need him. And we need him around. Marty, can you and make he a holds? Call? Yeah. He holds. He holds for us. <laughs> Nobody would believe if Bogan had a pocket full of cocaine that it wasn't his friend. <laughs> Coke could fall out of Brady's ass and the cop would buy it when he said, That's not mine. 
So, John, what you're saying is much like Brett. Brady got boosties, too. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and just as, as equally effective, the boosties. <laughs> I know you don't want to, but call your parents and crush your own dreams of how, how accurately brilliant you were that day with the dean of communications at age 20 to talk about this. This is a $10,000 minimum, I'd say. Well, I was 85. Ten grand's about right. They just paid an extra semester so you could get in. John, here's the straight poop. I just wanted him the hell out of my office. Yeah. Sign the deed. <laughs> I'm sure of that. <laughs> How long is this going to go It's on? been 45 minutes, kid. Yeah. I've been in rooms with you with owners. And when you left, they're like, we got to get rid of him. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. He was just being fun. He's fun. Oh, I can't take it anymore. What the, who, who gives that much of a f- about Sandusky, Ohio? <laughs> I never thought it would end. Brady was ahead of his time. Johnny went into that dean's office and said he identifies as an A student. Yep. <laughs> See, I'm a D student, but I identify as a next level communications guy. I'm woke. You'll find out about that soon enough. And by the way, uh, I got a little complaint about my frat house. <laughs> So if you can that was the that, closer, and he signed me in right then. If you can arrange that, I'd be pleased with all that stuff. But uh, hey, also, uh, check this guy out. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. Oh, yeah. If you had a TV on in the room, you'd have just sat in there staring at it. Thank God they didn't have a TV on. So I'm uh, walking down the street the other day, and I got my. Oh, I'm not getting tucked up because that is a little one. And then, you know. <laughs> Get it's, out of my gotta office. It's got to be in. <laughs> Get out of my office. This is a communications class, you idiot. Oh, man. I hate to break it to you, but I'm crushing some more rose-colored glasses. I don't know what's crushing about it. Because your dad paid for that. You have to ask some questions. Your parents footed the bill for you to not be retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Well, it's great. But you need to admit <laughs> that. and Quit telling people you walked into the communication dean and said, I'm... I'm qualified. And he's like, God damn right he is. You're the next Stone Phillips. You're the kind of go-getters we're looking for. That's exactly what I want graduating from my communications. A fairly literate, somewhat troubled speech impediment guy to launch. And you've done great. Yeah. You're probably the most successful one outside of Stephanopoulos and the guy who runs CNN. (laughs) Hammer. Even Brenneman. Yeah. You're the second to this dickhead. Congratulations, Ohio University. Good move. (laughs) Oh, that's a great story, Brady. All that's lies. hilarious. Oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. You want some breaking news from the rumor mill? Yeah. John, the Greek freak has COVID. The <gasps> Bucks are trying to cover it up. They wow. were scrambling yesterday to try to get him home. It hasn't hit the news yet, but I've got inside information from my wife who's in the medical field. Home to Greece? I don't know. Back to Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, aren't, they, aren't they already there? You Wouldn't they be they there already? Yeah. Well, this or is what he's saying, right he's saying it happened oh, a couple days ago. Don't start that. Right. Yeah, that's. But I wouldn't doubt it. They would cancel the game. They would come up. What? There, there's no, no possible no way, way you let this series go. That it goes into the uh, Olympics. The Olympics are barely going to happen. One of the Chris basketball Paul pl- sat for a game. One of the basketball players. Yeah, but that well, wasn't the finals. You know, yeah. Two games left. You don't want this tainted mess. Of COVID on top of the COVID year, although they could say but this you got is a, the COVID. But year. now you have an arena full of fans. You can't have that. We in also there. had a team around him the entire time. So if you're it's serious, two teams around if him. that's real, and I don't know that that's real, but if that's real, you have to shut the game down. If you're serious about any of the protocols or anything else, because Giannis I mean, and two assistant days. head coach and one of the trainers all tested positive. They were so now they, don't they have a trying to get him on a private hour? medical flight back to Milwaukee? 
No kidding. Well, if they do it like Kamala Harris, who was magically cured of a plane ride full of COVID right. and went to a doctor on Sunday, that she's good. Well, I don't want that to be the case. If the Suns are going to win this championship, I want it to be full strength. I don't want Giannis COVID to be the story because that's what it would be. Right. That's like Willis Reed breaking his leg and then them losing. Right. You're like, oh, they would have won it. That's, that's definitely not something I care to see. In fact, I would, uh, I would prefer it if they just canceled the game. They'd have to well, roll they said, that out. It says that his brother's uh, three brother days has ago. it. Yeah, but they, they, I haven't seen anything his, with Giannis. His brother yet. was away. Yeah, he's in the protocol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, his brother has it. So maybe – They're know. really close. It would take about a week. You know, but, you know, if another player gets it and it just trips by and they've been hanging out and hugging and doing brotherly love, I don't know what the hell those Antetokounmpo's do. It's Greek. Maybe they kiss. They're Greek. Good Lord, the things they could do. I don't know if you do it to your brother, though. <laughs> you do it to your brother's brother. Well, that's interesting information that's being artificially strewn about yeah. as if we were cast off from Ohio's communications. We There isn't a room uh, or a person in this room who is a qualified College graduate let me, let me communications. No, nope, 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 communications. <laughs> yeah, four nope, years. Nope, nope, Brett, nope. There's nobody in <laughs> nope, the room. Not at all. Qualified, Brett, educated. Two and a half years oh <laughs> in the communication school. No one in this room educated enough through communications and broadcasting to follow up on that story. Although, great story, fun fodder. Would they let him play? That's a big question. Like, if he had it, like, you know what? Throw him out there. All these guys have been vaccinated. Let's just play the game. They didn't with uh, Paul, but was he? He was vaccinated, right? Justin Turner, yeah. The Dodgers' third baseman had it, and they pulled him in the That's middle right. of the game, and they won the World Series. And Justin Turner's out there celebrating with the team. Nobody really cared. And that was back in what November? Yeah. That was before all the vaccines came and all the. They just had that weird World Series in Texas, but. Uh, Man, that would be interesting if that's the case. Who is this person? That's Reveal what I asked. yourself. That's what I asked. Or I'll send Brady in his hypnotic ways to convince <laughs> you to, to, to do whatever I'll he says. I'll talk to him. Brady will talk to him. The closer. <laughs> the wolf. That's right. The communications wolf. <laughs> I'm the wolf of communications. Articulate. That's what I do. Ooh. I'm the wolf <laughs> of communicating. Words and stuff. Our listener who was going through chemo like last week or something that told yeah. us about that. BS, he has COVID and I have cancer. Oh, wait. You do have cancer. <laughs> well, let's hope that uh, it affects him, but it doesn't stop the game. So let's just hope that he breathes funny. That, that'd be great. Or he has to wear a mask during the game. That's nearly impossible. What an interesting turn of events that would be. Is there anything on any news sources or anywhere out there? I'm about looking. This? Just his brother, huh? Let me check my... Damn it, Sea fans, stop it. You're playing with hearts here. Can't do that. Fire up that parade, Johnny. Uh, oh, now you've done it. <laughs> oh, now it's on you. Now it's that, your yep. ass. What's worse is they played better without him against the Hawks. Those right, Middleton, that was, yeah, Middleton, that and, uh, yeah, Middleton just they went were off. Crazy. And Drew Holiday went bananas. Yeah, it's all about his brother. I can't find anything on him. Uh, There's maybe the crossover. Anyway, Brady will go talk to these people in his investigative I'll ways. I'll get it handled. I'll learn this in journalism school. Four years, communications, right I'm here. I'm a journalizing major. Come, come uh, communicate, uh, communicate, a uh, guy who talks good. Talking. Talk good. I went to talk good class. 
Uh, what's on the board of musical treats today, Bert? All uh, right. Toledo's spreading all this false information like the <laughs> E-Network. We explained where it came from. I know. You could have <laughs> kept it to yourself for a second. This is what we always go, be first. Don't be uh, correct. If it leads, it bleeds. That's right. Or bleeds, it bleeds. Well, if it leads, it bleeds. <laughs> That's true. Oh, look, the helicopters are all leaving Papago. It's it's happening. Uh-oh, are they coming for us? Four of them. Just, I Whoa. hate that. There goes Jonas. I've watched Whoa. too many Vietnam movies to like the look of four helicopters taking off in your In parking. formation. In formation. Oh, stop it, guys. Oof. They're getting Jonas back to Milwaukee. Man, they're getting suit. close, too. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, look at that. You had to back off a yeah. little bit. Yeah, trying to tilt into it. All right. Anyway. All right. Uh, Wake Up Sign brought to you guys by our friends over there at Action Ride Shop. Uh, weather's supposed to be beautiful this weekend if it doesn't rain too much, but in the 90s. So if you guys are going to hit the trails, this is oh. the time to do it. Get that bike tuned up. Get all the accessories you need. Get that e-bike. That's right. Get the, oh, yeah. I got, I'm thinking about it. You're thinking about getting I'm one? I'm thinking about it. I love that thing. I thought Tripp was going to buy it out from under you. He might. We'll race him. <laughs> Tripping, I'll be in the parking lot goofing around on those bikes. He's looking for a tandem. I mean, he's just yeah, like right. an e-bike tandem with you and I. That would be yeah. nice. <laughs> I'm sure Josh could find you something. But anyway, uh, check him out on Facebook as well as Instagram. That would not be pretty. You and he on Trail 100? Pedal harder. Jesus, I thought it was an e-bike. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be complaining both sides. Trip your back tires flat. Just shut up about that. We're heading into a rock. <laughs> your back tire. The whole thing back here seems lower than the front. What's going on with this bike? Trip, are you even pedaling? <laughs> Put your ass into it. I, I can't know this steer. The wheels fast. are off the ground. <laughs> you ride in the front. I'll be in the basket. <laughs> In the front, yeah. little legs sticking out. Faster! Yeah. Faster! Yeah. Trip, get on the. There's a second seat for you. I want to be in the basket. Jeez, yeah. All right, so, I mean, we could go. We can go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's a good. You guys, I'm sorry. That was just for us. Picturing <laughs> <laughs> Trip's little legs hanging on that basket is like, for some reason, he's Monty Burns now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can go the, his assistant? We, I can't. I can't. That's enough. <laughs> we can go the Bezos route, uh, the, uh, detachable penis, rocket man, space cowboy from Steve Miller. Uh, but in uh, 2017, Chris Cornell died today. So we can oh, go that route as yeah. well. This is the anniversary of his death. That's your birthday, yep. right? Yep. And then Chester Bennington also, what, yep. two years later? Or uh, one? It, I think it was one year later, wasn't man, it? Oh, man. Oh, man. Was Cornell on his birthday? He died? Oh. No, it no. was. I no, think no, they no. both it's died a, on the same day. It's, on the same day, it's in April, I think, wasn't it? Right on this day, 140 years ago, Sitting Bull surrendered to the federal troops. Oh, good. <laughs> Does he have a song, Brady? Or <laughs> thanks for that. What, what, is, is, what was his band? Man, Love never... and Spoonful came out with "Do You Believe in Magic?" <laughs> May of Sitting Bull. On this See, day this is why your communication sucked. There's no tie-ins to this. spent four years on, on that. Day? No, I know, but I, d- I didn't know if you were tying Sitting Bull to Love and Spoonful. Meanwhile, we have Chris oh. Cornell's death. We're probably going to lead with that. I don't think we need any more. <laughs> I think we got one. So Bennington died four years ago today. Yep. Cornell died May 18th. Oh, May 18th. Of so Chris, 2016. So Cornell didn't die today. It said that. All of you are wrong. 48 know, years me ago on this day Born today, in 1973, not died today. Bruce Lee died. Oh, okay. Good. All right, well, it's his birthday then. Whatever. And it was a blow to all dancing. Bruce Lee's death killed Broadway dancing like I've never seen it. He was the best dancer I've ever watched. 
There you go. So firing them up again. Cornell's birthday. Okay, Bennington that's right. Died Bennington died on Cornell's birthday. Yeah, so right. let's. Well, either way, it's an excuse to play Chris Cornell. Yeah. Which and they were only two months apart, John. Not two years. They died in right? the same year. Oh, jeez. I thought it was at least. Well, a since year. it's his birthday, let's go birth ritual. Ah, oh, done. Birth ritual for Cornell. It's my favorite sound garden song. Mine too. Yeah. Hundred percent. This is a great song. Off one single soundtrack. One more little. Nugget. Yeah, why not throw it okay. up? There. Communicate. <laughs> Twenty-seven years ago, nineteen ninety-four. Right. OJ put up a five hundred thousand dollar reward to capture the, the real killers. Yeah, he did that in July. Yep, July twentieth. So he was out at this nineteen ninety-four. So bonded or bailed out at because he was. It was June fourteenth when it all went down. Yeah. So then, in j- late July, they hadn't cuffed him and stuffed him yet. Yeah, just wanted to make. I mean, as part of, hey, or, we got to find these real killers. Yeah, I remember these, that. It's all positioning and prepping. I think he was out of the can, though. He just did that through the like, thinking he still had a shot here. Yikes! All right. Well, this is the best Soundgarden song you could ever imagine. It's great, and it is hard to believe that it's been what four years since Cornell, yeah, and uh, and Bennington, which is crazy. And uh, makes you think to yourself, if you got somebody in your life that's going through a little mental something and seems like their life may be perfect, it may not be. So uh, check in on a couple people. I got a buddy of mine who goes Communicate. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> be a Brady today and communicate beautifully, by the way. Also, articulate all your words. Try to finish the sentence while communicating. <laughs> get on that tandem bike and ride, I say. <laughs> yeah, this is this is great. And, uh, and th- especially because this... This is every bit of what Chris Cornell can do. It features every uh, range he has. It hits the high notes. It gives you the Cornell lows. It gives you his just perfect center. And the notes are amazing. On top of Kim Thale just grinding a guitar into your ears. This this song has everything. So good watching like oh. singles and when they're doing that at that club. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard him do this well live. And I've watched the singles, like tapings. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... Lost it in this song. And it's a hard song to sing live. I don't think I ever watched him sing this well live. There's a demo on the singles reboot. Yeah. And he's doing it. And it's not very good. And it's also dropped down. a. They drop it a little bit. Well, they said. It's impossible to sing this. Thing. Cameron Crowe even said that when they, were, when they were filming it the day before, like in preparations and stuff, he nailed it 100%. Yeah. And then the next day, the one they actually it. shot, he yeah. was like, it was good, but it right. wasn't like the day before. When, well, again, I go back to that thing on April 15th, uh, the day of the Boston bombing. Yeah, when we had him at the Pub Rock and you hosted that, yeah, and he sang those four songs, and I don't think I've ever heard a voice do that before. Like it was just, it's so big, it's such a big voice. My biggest regret, I never saw them on a big stage. Me neither. But damn it, not many people can say they saw them in a club with thirty people. That's a good know? point. With a curtain acoustic, yeah. While everybody else, all the regulars who weren't allowed, in. and there was, you know, what's crazy about that? Nobody else just showed up and stood outside the curtain. Yeah, you could have. The bar was open, and you had heard everything. Those those poor pe- those people that sat there, just regulars at the pub rock that didn't know what was going on that day. I'd have stumbled right in there. Got treated to the great – my uncle may have the only better story ever. They were sitting at a bar next to United Center a uh, day before an Eric Clapton concert, and he just hears, dung, 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 guy tuning a guitar. And this dude starts singing acoustic guitar on stage. There's nine people, and he goes, I hope you don't mind if I give myself a little practice. My uncle turns his head, and it's Clapton. Oh, my God. He's just, oh, doing, he's just doing a little work on the guitar, just having a – just playing a bar. 
Jeez. Found an empty bar and hung my my uncle's. Like he said, everybody was calling. He said did like three songs and then got out of there. But he had a show at the United Center the next night. I stumbled across BB King and Les Paul at a I think it was called the Empire Hotel on the day of stumblings because it was the 20 year anniversary of Lennon getting shot. I didn't know that. I'm in New York City. I'm walking through Central Park and everybody's singing Beatles songs. I didn't didn't dawn on me the date. It was the greatest thing ever. So I'm singing out there. Paul McCartney songs, oh, blah, dee, oh, blah, da. I'm like, what are we doing? Wait, what's this? And then I'm like, and then walk to the Dakota. There's roses everywhere. Strawberry Fields has roses everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's the, not only is it the anniversary, it's the 20th anniversary. It was 2000. Walk back to the hotel, and there's a bunch of people just storming the stairs to the downstairs basement. The door's about two feet wide because when they built it, humans weren't fat. Normal size, you slide through sideways, and I watch this old man's up on stage just crushing this guitar, and I'm like, "Whoa, who's that?" And the guys, like it's Les Paul. I'm like, "You're kidding me!" And oh, then BB King comes strolling out, starts playing with him. I'm like, this might be the greatest day ever. I couldn't see him right because I was on this staircase. I could kind of see the old man. I'm like, who is it? It was amazing. But then my uncle's like seven feet from air clapping. But those folks at Pub Rock, you got the same thing. Yeah, and Chris Cornell, legend. Just starts popping off four amazing songs. I mean, it was amazing. So mine isn't that cool. I went to I had to host a local band night at the Mason Jar back in the day, and that's when David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar were touring together. And literally, Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony and the band just show up because it was Mason Jar. Yeah, because oh, it was Michael cool. Anthony's birthday, and uh, they're like, there was a local band all set up, and they're like, hey, mind if we jam for a minute? And they just went up. I got pictures of it. That's awesome. yeah. They went up there and did like three, four songs, and then. Drank some tequila, bought the whole bar, got the tequila, anybody and out. Drumming or yeah, nobody? yeah. They, they, he was out with the whole band. The whole group, they, the whole band was out celebrating Michael Anthony's birthday and just played a club. Yep, just the they jar. just showed up. The Mason Jar. I got pictures of it. I'll have to was bring Franco him there? Days. No, that was when Mick owned it. Mick owned. So it was the second Did time. Mick, no, yeah, yeah. He yeah. knew it was happening. No, no, no. He they just showed up. Because the Mason oh, Jar's no. been around for so many years. Yeah. Like Nirvana played there way back in the day. I mean, everybody came played there coming up. So did Uncle so, Jesse. <laughs> Mine, uh, interesting. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I was in London, 1987. Go to this club called the Hippodrome. Yeah. Some guy we'd met, he's like, you want to go to this? Hippodrome was a popular club there. So it's midnight. It's a total, you know, dance, lighting, yeah. bubblegum. Yeah. Everything I would expect you to be at. Yeah, I'm clubbing. <laughs> right, you're up clubbing at midnight. Midnight rolls around, <laughs> turn all the lights off. It's packed. All of a sudden, this is gonna be good. I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble for you. It's Culture Club. Oh, my they God. They do three songs, and I couldn't walk for two weeks after. A surprise show at a gay club yes. Brady didn't know he was in. Oh, that's fantastic. So let's let's recap. <laughs> that's terrible. True story. Les Paul, Baby King. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, and the rest of and the, the rest of the Wabaritas or whatever they call them, yeah, Wabo Wabos, and Brady had Culture Club, Culture Club <laughs> and his trip to London. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I would have loved that. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. I'd have watched that all day long because that dude could sing. He's beautiful. He's confusing. <laughs> He's Sansa Stark. He married Joe Jonas. He looks just like that I girl. Know. That, he looks just like her. Anyway, uh, this is a great song. Back to that. Uh, Chris Cornell and that moment KUPD had that should be 
in, in about 40 people's minds, one of the best days of your life. Big, red, and badass. It's the natural way radio should be. 98. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.